Machination log zero one six. Eleven casts, six days, three masks. Hey everybody, welcome to the Actual Garbage Podcast, Machination Log 16. I'm your host, David Paddock. Today we've got something a little esoteric. We have a YouTube channel for this website. It's uh, actualgarbage.net on the webs, and we post things there occasionally. And I'm going to try to make sure that videos of relevant things end up on that website as frequently as possible as part of the initiative from the six-month assessment. And this is the first example of that. Dylan was working on some cement wall ornament masks, and I decided to put some cameras on him so that I would have some footage of his uh, pitfalls and pratfalls while that occurs. And we then edited that information together and commented over the top of it. Now, because this video is around 36 minutes long, it falls well outside the acceptable limits for a YouTube video, and it's not really long enough for a podcast, at least in our normal form, and frankly, the audio is probably not all that interesting to listen to, but we're going to find out together. I'm just going to post the audio of it here after the beep, but please go check out that video and let us know if things like that appeal to you. It won't just be Dylan doing sculptures, I promise. I will branch out as far as I can to uh, find people who are also trying and failing to do things they enjoy, as per the mission of the website. This format will also not completely replace the machination log. We will continue to have episodes on it, though I am still trying to figure out how I want to readdress the format. So if the feed seems a little sparse for a while, I apologize. This stuff is not all that easy to figure out in real time, but I'm working on it. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to us. Hey, Dylan, what's up? Hey there. I'm just working on a sculpture while listening to some sick Mongolian vaporwave. I've been starting out with just a flat plate that I'll either carve into or build on top of, depending on how thick I want the mask to be. Because I want something that abides a bit more to a wall and serves as more of an ornament, ornament than a practical wearing mask, I'm going to go for a bit of a thinner build and try to build a bit flatter on the ends. Um, so right now I'm just laying out a thin, warm layer of monster clay. This stuff has been fantastic so far as a polymer clay. Uh, you can heat it up right in your microwave or oven uh, for about two minutes. Make sure to watch it just in case and don't overheat it. Uh, other than that, it becomes a great, soft, not very sticky material. Uh, feels a lot like just melty plastic. Um, so it's super malleable. Um, it shaves well once it gets cold. And if you freeze it, you can actually sand it. So it's very versatile in its use depending on its temperature. Um, just in case for later on, I actually have a heat gun for any little tiny parts that I want to heat up. And I've also been working on the horns that I want to add to the mask as a mixed media piece. Uh, so those are sitting in linseed oil right now, and I'll probably apply another coat once they dry, which I've never done that before. So I guess I'll find out. I'll give it a day, because what can go wrong in a day? Just starting off with the basic shapes right now, and I have a very mild plan that I just sketched out real fast to get the idea out of my head. I'm going for the concept of discomfort, and uh, I'm going to be applying that as uh, horns that represent thought, and they're going to be weighing down on the face of the mask, pulling all of his features downward. Um, very agonous. This doesn't represent it well, but we have the mouth, eyes, and the horns encroaching in on the face. Cue time lapse! Hey there, Dylan. Hey! 
So uh, here I am working out the uh, super simplistic base of the mask, uh, shaving everything down. Uh, a lot of this will uh, not come to fruition. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of nonsense. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the format, like everyone, because uh, this is the first time we've done it, uh, we're just going to provide a uh, running commentary. This is David, by the way, of what's going on here, because a bunch of people complained that the tutorial video didn't have audio. So now you jerks get what you all wanted, which is us talking over this stupid thing. Sweet, silky voices telling you what's happening. Yeah. So... I was going for the creepy scully look. Yeah, I felt great after I added that chin. That was a good chin. Um, so I don't regret not following through with the plan that I originally set out on. Um, and as I mentioned later on, I believe in the video, uh, working in 3D mediums is a lot of fun that way because happy accidents, man. Bob Ross style. So uh, I actually hadn't made a mask based off of sculpting a skeleton first, and now I think I'm going to do that every single time. Yeah, I that was... That seemed like it provided a tremendous amount of direction for, oh, yeah. for putting it together. I mean, I've I've never actually attempted to do something like that, but I've done... I've done some kind of amateurish sculpture work before, and that actually, that seems like a perfectly useful template. Yeah, one of my art teachers originally told me that uh, when he was at SCAD studying... For sculpture, they would have you learn all of the anatomy, name the muscles, and then you would just have to build it as, you know, you know the body. And then you just take a thin sheet, wrap skin over it, which is ultimately what I wind up doing. Yeah, there's actually, there's a very visual example of that. This is uh, us watching here, Snatch, and this is a cautionary tale that you can't actually watch a movie and do something at the same time. This turned out a little different from how I envisioned. Um... I mean, it's matching the sketch, but I'm not sure that the sketch... Another reason why you usually want to do more than one, um, you should try, like, 20. Um, <laughs> that way you have every bad idea out and you can see it in front of you. Because right now it's coming out uh, kind of desolate, and I'm going for more of a mopey. This is a, a bit too uh, despairing and uh, Mad Maxi. Uh, so... <laughs> Right. Yeah, I probably just need to take a bit of a sketch time while I was just cleaning up these other bits. I might just turn this into a different idea because I am liking how it's going, it's just not what I had in mind. Another reason why I like working in 3D mediums is if I was working in ZBrush or on a tablet, I would just scrap this or save it and forget about it. Because um, tragically accurate. allows you to do that, but working in 3D, you put in the time and you have something in front of you, so you want to finish it through in you know one way or another, and then you turn happy. Uh, you make happy accidents. You can't shelf it in hammer space. It's taking up real space. So, uh, real media is always handy. So I'm gonna get sketching, and I guess I'll do that in front of the camera too. And then I draw two things of the idea that I had in mind to begin with, and then uh, yeah, no, I got that's it. enough. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I mean, I, it doesn't. I mean, twenty was potentially an exaggeration. It just depends. I mean, it's it's possible for something to be sufficiently inspired that way. Yeah, I actually did scrap a mask before this that was supposed to be the same premise, and I just didn't execute it properly. I already knew what I kind of wanted it to look like. I just didn't pan it out properly. I'm definitely going to use the same sculpt. Yep, that with the that skin looks bit. so creepy in the time lapse. Yeah. I love looking at the puddling. <laughs> of the clay. Yeah, it's very warm, so it uh, just melts on like skin. Yeah. And yeah, man, there it is. Boom. Like, I didn't have to sculpt the lips. I didn't have to 
figure out if I had put like a muscle muscle structure down, like I am for the forehead here, a bit of veins and other uh, uh, angry bits. Uh, yeah, and then it it just comes together really nice, and it was it, I didn't have any of that planned, but it kind of <laughs> panned out in a great way. Yeah, no doubt. And then we hit the unfun part of the project, which is just uh, you know scraping everything else out. Now that now once you get the thing that you wanted, um, just finishing it up is the worst part. Yeah. Well, that's Drafting every is. every development organization has a joke about that, where the last ten percent takes half the time. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what this is going to look like on YouTube when it's up, but I apologize if the quality is relatively low. Uh, I told Dylan to use a wide camera angle because the GoPro shoots time lapse in four K and. I was going to compress it. I compressed it to 1080p, realized I didn't really want to do that, but it already deleted the videos from my computer. And when I went back to go to get the SD card they were on, I realized that I had shipped it back with a camcorder I returned. So suffice to say, <laughs> AV, technical thing, uh, AV technical problems are more sophisticated than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. But it looks okay from here, so hopefully it'll... Yeah, we we, uh, respectfully request that you watch this in uh, 280. Yeah. That way everybody's on, you know, an even playing ground. Absolutely. ASCII. Do they still let you do that? What? They had an April Fool's thing where you could turn on ASCII. I wonder if that's still a plug-in. That'd be dope. It looked Uh, great. Mike's computer was stuck on that uh, dumb Star Wars promotion for a while, where every time you hover over the pause or volume, it goes... And that was really annoying. That he sounds didn't know fun. How to get rid of that for a bit. That plugin was stuck there for a while. So, yep, just uh, taking a little rasping tool, smoothing out all the texture for it. Uh, I spend so much time trying to get the texture on this thing right. I'm brushing it, scraping at it. Where do you uh, buy your hot tools from, Dylan? Uh, I think I just bought them at. Um, some of them are yours, so. Reynolds Art Supply, uh, I think I have a few tools that I've bought personally from, uh, where was that place? It was Axton uh, Pottery, I believe. It's uh, down Redbug Lake. It's a nice pottery firm. They have a bunch of uh, DVDs, clays, and uh, tools. Check your local resources. Yeah. Also, I learned this. Uh, if you ever want to know stuff nearby... Yellow Pages is still a totally viable uh, system. It still exists. Yeah, it not only still exists, but if you don't know where something is and Google's not giving it to you, uh, Yellow Pages probably will. Because if they're a serious business, they register with Yellow Pages. Yeah. Regardless, it's it's in their blood. So still, old it's still a blood. real thing. I mean, I still get Yellow Page catalogs. Yeah. That's a bit. Of, you can you can go on the house. You so. can go on uh, yp.com. Yeah, no, 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 no. They've got they've got resources online as well. Yeah. But uh. so I moved it outside for this because I'm using uh, naphtha, which is a solvent. Uh, you may see me using part of a glove to uh, kind of bend in while I scrape at it. That'll uh, make it so that it's not just a dug in hole. It'll kind of pull everything else with it. And like I said before, applying heat to this makes it. Slick and waxy, so it also helped evaporate the naphtha so that I could work and put new stuff on it if I needed to. I feel like I made a few mistakes uh, later on with the skin. Um, 
the forehead wrinkles, I, I feel like I could have... The, the higher up ones, I actually like a lot more. I, I don't like how completely exaggerated the face is, even though that's kind, kind of the plan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who am I kidding? Plan. That's how it turned out. Good old plan. Um, I did a goblin and even the one that I failed previously where I was just practicing uh, skin texture. And Hi! I'm just here. Here I am. Listening to some sick vaporwave, like I do. Uh, finally finishing up some of the touches on uh, this mask. Using a lot of brushes. Got my naphtha here. It's a solvent that will break down most oil-based clays and um, cups. I said that. So uh, be careful what you put it in. I've been using these little uh, paper cups, but it'll soak through eventually, so I have a secondary cup to help hold it. I actually have a small reserve of shredded monster clay in that naphtha. That way I can paint it on. Disgusting. Uh, yep, I used that gross. like twice. Uh, but that's what we're going for, a bit of gross. So I know I have smaller plastic cups somewhere. Nice and super smooth. I've bought so It'll many melt, cups. Uh, anything that I put on here, basically, and it'll create that smooth texture. So I'm just going smoothing, getting a nice skin, going back, doing more detailed work, and I'm just going to go back and forth until I get the right amount of wrinkles, right amount of pores, get nice and detailed. Yay. So he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, turns out you don't want to apply that heat too much. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the video and forgot by that one, uh, <laughs> if you overheat the clay, it will start to bubble and you lose a lot of that texture. So mm -hmm. uh, be uh, cautious with your application of heat. And then it's just me hammering this thing out for what, like you said, probably a good 70, 90% of the video. Yeah. Uh, a fun little technique I learned for uh, making pores and goose pimples is if you actually take a uh, sharp needle-like tool and then poke in at an angle and then pull up, if you take a bit of that melted naphtha like I had before, you can smear it in the hole, and once you uh, kind of smooth it out a little bit, it's this perfectly sized little goose pimple, and then you can vary those sizes, uh, move it around. I might try to go a bit farther with different skin textures. But because I made it so humanoid, I didn't go uh, too ham. And here I am, making bubbles and then trying to smooth them back out. They're very, very small. Uh, check it out, how it looks with horns. But uh, it didn't quite fit what I was going for. Oh, here we have the great wire fiasco. I spent way too goddamn long figuring out how I could make a wire that would cut that mask properly. And, uh... Picture hanging wire, it turns out. Yeah, picture hanging wire. Great for putting in other things to hang them up. Uh, it is interwoven. It's tough stuff. Yeah. Don't try to... <laughs> don't try to break it apart. Get different, uh... Hold on, I'm getting I mean, it did work, didn't it? It, kind of, it marked. It did a good mark. So, All right. So this was one of my major yeah, mistakes I, I want to point out. Man, Shut up. That's fine. You can talk over it if you want. Get a bunch of gloves because right. I've got the naphtha on my hands. Yeah, I don't need I to listen to this asshole anyway. Okay, so don't, don't listen to clothes. him uh, about making that border at the bottom. Yeah, you want a uh, flat border at the bottom of whatever you're making. If it is at an angle and you're casting into it, 
you are going to spill at the lowest points. So if that's all level, it's going to work out better. Always try to have a level playing field. Like how it's going up under the chin there. Right. That's a load of bullshit. All of it will seep out of the bottom. Um, So the two lowest points on the mask wound up being the very top and the very bottom. So when I was casting it in plaster, slush casting with resin, it won't be as bad because you're moving it around anyway. But in plaster, it really matters. Yeah. It doesn't... You, can, you can't slush it. Um, having it in a flat space is really nice. And even if it's in resin, sparing a little bit of resin so that it doesn't get out, it isn't going to hurt nobody. Um, I might actually take the mask off the the first layer that I did. Makes it so that you can kind of pop it off of the face. So from now on, I'm going to pop off that mask, make a nice flat border against a bottom of some kind. Looks like melted ice cream. Oh, yeah. In real life, it does not look like it's moving that fast, trust me. No, not at all. This is actually relieving to see that it's doing anything at all. Makes me feel less crazy for Well, yeah, it confirms it. What, you, what you have to assume. Yeah. So that gravity plays a pretty serious role in how this turns out. Oh, yeah. So, it's going to get thinner at the top there. And uh, here I am just fucking around on my phone. Taking a break. Took a long break. I think I was just waiting for it to cure a bit, because if you just keep applying coat after coat, it's not going to actually settle. Right. And, uh... Well, and it's one of those things... I'm not sure that you necessarily have to wait exactly as long as they recommend you to. Hey, it's full bubbles, because we don't have a vacuum chamber. Uh, We're working on it. So, in order to, like, strain out some of the bubbles... I'm going to pour it higher up. That way it just comes down. Like this what I was, yeah, what I was saying was the, um, the bubbles. Uh, it's been pretty when you've so got, far, and I've been trying to sweep up. When you're working with silicone in layers like uh, this, make sure you wait at least half an hour, no matter what. You can be impatient and not wait for the semi-full cure time, but if you wait less than half an hour, you will start getting the lower layers of silicone to drag with the upper layers, and that can actually form deformations in the cast itself. I had that happen on a fursuit head before. Yeah. Uh, I like the split screen we got going. Coat of silicone. And I think third coat will probably do it. That ball rolling down. Yeah, that ball. So I was, what I was trying to do there was make key points. Uh, what you want to do is take uh, a flat piece of silicone or some type of node All right, that Dylan. will it's day five. go Day up. 35, what do we got going? Day 35, uh, we're I'll finishing it up. We're going to be doing a mother mold. Uh, you can do this with uh, fiberglass resin, uh, but that's toxic and messy, and I don't like dealing with that. So instead, we use nice old heavy... Plaster, uh, some hydrocal. Uh, that was totally uh, unintentional and a cement. great sweep. Gypsum cement? Gypsum cement. We're going to make uh, two halves, so I'm going to actually take off this uh, border. Um, we don't really need it too much anymore. Don't take off the border. And don't listen to him. A, well, Keep the border. Yeah, I'm going to leave the border this time. I'm just going to use more clay. There you go. Line down now the you're center. thinking with your brain. He's listening. You got your gray matter uh, going. Clay off, plaster the other half, and it should actually break apart into two pieces. This is so that we don't have a problem like we did with the uh, wolf mold where it'll catch and snag. I actually... Fuck up. Yeah. So if we have two pieces, it should be able to separate better. Um, 
there is a whole complicated process called shimming, where in more complicated pieces you would create undercuts and divisions, but that's really difficult. And we don't need it for this piece. Two pieces should be fine. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get started. Gonna learn that. how to do Got that anyway. Pretty soon. Uh, we're gonna get it done. Finish it up today. Have at least three casts. So three casts for Connection. Sorry about that vacuuming. <laughs> I'm sure that was uncomfortable. Now we're back to our good old ASMR. Using more of the monster clay there. Yeah, I'm moving it with a little bit more of the monster clay. You see, I got my bucket. I was uh, mixing around some of the plaster. Those divots look good. Those divots uh, almost helped. I kind of fucked them up. Almost a little bit. Kind of looks like one of those hand turkeys. Yeah, a little bit. Also, me making that corner so that I could get the little key that I made on the top wound up not panning out. Um, okay, I'm going to quit with the ASMR thing. Um, I tried to do something fancy, and uh, that was kind of dumb. You just want a straight line. Uh, the keys almost worked. Uh, we got three there. I think two of them survived. It helped align it a little bit, but uh, I should have set them a bit lower. Also, if you're doing... Uh, a plaster mother mold. Make sure that you do use HydroCal. Uh, UltraCal only sets when it is left alone, or it sets best when it's left alone. And HydroCal kind of works on its own timer. It's a bit more predictable. You start it for 20 minutes, it gets to maximum hardness and starts setting, and then you can actually start working with it like that. HydroCal also has tremendously more pliable molding. So with UltraCal, it tends to be, I mean, to some degree, like like you implied there, uh, you can shape the HydroCal much easier than you can shape UltraCal when it's actually settling on the silicone. Yeah, for sure. Um, as for casting, I actually tend to like the UltraCal cast. Uh, but again, <laughs> you would really want a flat mold uh, for whatever you're doing. Uh, we wound up doing the... Uh, wolf casts a couple more times, and I actually liked it a lot more in the Ultra Cal, and because I didn't have to move it. Here we are. Uh, so this shit spilled everywhere because I didn't think ahead. So think ahead. For those of you who weren't there while we were doing this, which is presumably everybody else, uh, Dylan made two other molds. He made a wolf mold and another mask mold in the background. That's why this technically starts on day three. Yep. Yeah, I had a bit more extra plaster, so I just had an old mold sitting nearby to make sure uh, that I could use it for something. And then I learned how I had messed up that original mold. It wound up seeping through a crack and stuck to another mold, uh, to the mother mold, which you don't want to do. So here I am just trying to free itself. And then I just wind up breaking it a bunch. And if this were any slower, you would see the frustration that I'm experiencing. Uh, ultimately a lost cause, but a good practice. And I mean, it was just a way to use extra plaster. So not too much of an investment, despite the amount of time. <laughs> then we got a little bit of cleanup. Always, uh, try to clean up kids. Don't be like me. I spent at least five of these days in a right, Dylan, stupid, messy workspace. When you make a bad mold, you get a bad cast. Uh, I made a bad mold and everything broke. I made this cast really hastily. You can see through it. Um, I need to recast that off the resin that I have, the resin cast that I have now. 
Um, I still need I to do that. I kind of feel like moving forward, so I'd rather just make a new one. Uh, I, sh I should rather do so that. I guess I have limited edition of one for that. Um, I'm going to make three. Came out okay. On sale for nine nine five. Remember, kids, casting actually in is not the same as casting in resin. You'll have some different problems. Uh, there were low spots, high and low, and it wound up draining out, which is all this shit on the floor right now. Way to go, so, asshole. Uh, when you cast with resin, you'll be slushing the resin around, called a slush cast. With plaster, you just pour it in, and it's liquid, so it just goes everywhere. Um, I did the best that I could. I got a few bubbles that caused the mouth to break. Um, but overall, I wind up cutting like, the silicone later to help for that. Don't be afraid to cut the teeth. silicone if something is in the but, way. Uh, looks good. Uh, here I am trying the wolf mold, which... God damn it. Uh, this caused a lot of problems. I mean, I can kind of see the problem from a mile away here, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, that's not quite a level surface. That's you not got flat. There. I eventually figured that out. Oh, boy. All right, so the way I would do this again. Also, I don't know why or how I made that mother mold so needlessly big and heavy. There is absolutely no no, no reason for that. Eh. Um, the fact that I'm bordering this wall, I should have built a border for the silicone mold to account for that. So the next things that I'm working forward on, uh, the next thing I actually have in the works right now, has a base at the bottom already that I will be molding with it. Genius. Yeah, account account for what you're pouring. Uh, foresight is everything. And uh, me doing that smearing on the back was kind of silly. In later casts of that, I sign it like so, that's actually going to fucking work. Um, so the mold kept catching on the teeth and then under the mouth broke so uh plaster was pouring into the mother mold and sticking um this only got worse with time and i need to find some way to fix that mouth because i do want to make a few more casts here i am chiseling away all the plaster that got caught and here i am not learning a goddamn thing i think i tried to seal up the inside of the mouth with a hot glue gun there yeah and that worked once uh don't expect it to work again silicone likes to stick to silicone and nothing else and I think in this next uh, audio bit where I'm talking to you directly, I'm, I'm pretty defeated because I keep making poor decisions. Uh, but at this point, I've made my bed and now I'm going to sleep in it. If at first you don't succeed, quit fucking up. The wall kind of worked. No, I thought the wall worked fine. I thought that's what you got the good one from. Not this specific one, but... No, this one also broke. Um, I think I should have let them sit for a full day, especially when working with UltraCal, which I think is what I've moved on to here. I remember... You did two UltraCals and four HydroCals, if I remember correctly. Okay, this still might be Hydro then. Um... No, this is Ultra. It's a bit more gray. Okay. And here I am finally propping it up to level it out. Uh, the UltraCal takes a bit more time to evaporate all of the liquid in it. And that's when it truly reaches its maximum hardness. Also, I don't know why I scraped it. It's liquid the whole time, and if I had just left it alone, it would have been flat. And that's actually what I think wound up breaking it here. Was it would... Yep, yeah, uh, the bottom broke. 
so the the mother mold was heavy. Avengers. Here I am uh, defeated. That setup was restrictive with these bits. Uh, they worked in the past, but I need something level. And I need something that I can work completely around, and I found just stuff in this I, garage. I sounded like a bomb. Never give up until you get what you want. And then if what you wanted was impossible, then um, it was impossible. <laughs> How were you supposed to know? Making a border. I just of, reused uh, the other wall. This. Don't make another wall, you stupid son of a bitch. And then I'm going to hot glue in there again. There's got to be a better way to, than hot glue or to do this. Uh, Plan ahead. But I don't know. It. And I'm tired. That's of the answer. It, so I'm doing what I got. The answer to that question is plan ahead to me. I made a lot of mistakes yesterday, but I thought on them. And shouldn't be upset today, because now I know how to fix them. The mask that broke yesterday, the uh, lion one, the mother mold needs to be cut, just like I did for the wolf one. So, got that fixed, I don't have to make a new mold. The sealing of the mold with hot glue worked for the wolf one, you can use that what? on the lion one. And as for the lion one, there's no reason that the new method that I'm about to try out won't work. So, until I prove myself wrong there, I'm considering it a success. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes you just need that kind of attitude to hit it the next day, because now I'm excited to fix everything I did wrong, instead of keep doing stuff wrong. That's a good attitude, at least. Yeah. Um, Even if that last thing you said there might have been the most psychotic utterance in the entire thing i had a rough night <laughs> everything breaking last night uh i was just thinking about it a lot and we see i was trying to make support structures in parts where it kept breaking with those nails uh but i go away to do something else and it sets and i'm not able to insert the nails so this one ultimately breaks <laughs> another lesson learned uh, i do have a new method for sealing up the uh holes that I have right now. It does involve using more silicone. So what you got here, Dylan? I'm not taking this out for an hour, or at least the next 45 minutes, because I've taken all of them out before they've fully cured, because I'm impatient and I want to see it done. Let's try the bone back. Um, it's changed color, so that's a step up. I'm going to let it fully transpire. I actually had a little extra pour into uh, the mask mold. And I cut some of the silicone. It was grabbing way too deep in this mouth bit. Um, so I yanked some of that out, did a cut. That's got its own look. And uh, I actually really like the UltraCal as opposed to the HydraCal. The Hydra it does sound um, really good. Yeah, it's a, it's little, a good noise. Uh, more fragile. This can definitely be more brittle if it's thin, but if it's thick, it has a really hearty, uh, sonorous, ringing sound to it and I enjoy that. It's also pretty smooth. Um, the HydraCal maintains a little, a little bit more texture. texture. UltraCal is pretty smooth. And it's got that nice sheen medium gray color. So I have an hour. I guess we cut that hour. Um, yeah, I had to do some amount of editing. Yeah, so. it was, uh, as it turns out, still not enough. I don't know the time for UltraCal really setting. Uh, ultimately, the problem here was the mold, though. Or at least the mold. Like, look at how thick that thing is. My God. 
the weight of the mother mold is actually what I think helped contribute to a lot of the breakage. Uh, so when I eventually fix this, I'm going to use hot glue to make a border around the holes, put the mold around a finished one, and then seal that with silicone. I'm going to pour silicone into a little, make a bandage out of the silicone. And then hopefully I can pull the mold. I still won't have a back border. I don't want to recast the whole thing. The true answer to that is fix one that is proper looking and make a new mold. But that's expensive. Silicone's really expensive. Yeah. Like, I mean, the reason we're using plaster here in the first place is because plaster is $10 for a bag the size of your body. Yeah, I actually mathed it out a bit. What is it, a 50-pound bag? It's a 50-pound bag. 50-pound bag is about, you know, 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, so it's like 20 cents a pound. Resin is $10.20 a pound. Yeah. So. Now, for projects of scale, uh, except no substitutes, gypsum cement is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, for a wall piece, it might be a bit much. My next couple pieces are either going to be so small and cast in plaster that they won't weigh a whole lot, or I'm just going to start making some standing pieces. Ooh. I definitely want to uh, move on to stand-in Dan number two. Yeah. I haven't decided what his name's going to be, but... Uh, um, erected Rick. That sounds a little dirty. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's my new porn name. Erected Rick. All right. All right. I try this again, foolishly. You can be on your phone while stirring with one hand. Yeah. So I pour it in there. You cannot cast with this. You cannot... No. You cannot take a duck and call it a eagle. That was not an analogy I was originally going for. That's a poor analogy. Yeah, it was a bad analogy. Um, it, it was as poor of an idea as putting hydrocal into a mold and trying to slush cast it. But those other th things I said earlier in the day about breaking down the mother mold totally worked. So now I can pull a decent one of these, and it doesn't break until I fuck with it too much. But if I leave it to get difficult, like, if you leave it to get hard... I also need to use more, like, drilling and dremels as opposed to just chipping at it because impact seems to seems to end poorly. I yeah. finally got one that ain't broke. I broke up the mother mold and allowed these horns to come out. Uh, we still have some leaks. I forgot to seal it up. And I think one of the lips caught, but it actually doesn't even show. Um, I think back here caught on part of the mold. Got some leakage. But yeah, once I seal those up, I should be able to do these uh, pretty reliably. Slush casting with, uh, this is not the best idea, but hey, if I can make it work, yeah. Um, don't, just, don't all, do it again. Got to time it right, but, uh, you know, for an experiment, this uh, works out pretty good. So I'm hoping that this will also be as good. This one is the one that broke the least, uh, despite how much I, time I spend breaking it. So I'm super cautious this whole procedure, despite me having a hammer and actually chiseling at it. This is the most uh, tenderly I've treated this thing so far. And God bless, we only broke part of a tooth and part of a tip of part of a flange. And I have a victory phone time there. And then I want to clean up the edges a little bit, and I'm okay with a little bit of a rocky look. Like it was chiseled out of a wall salvaged from a from a church then i broke off two really big pieces but it didn't break the main piece so fuck it it's a win yeah it was fine
You can call that a stylistic choice if you really need to. I did actually undercut it hard enough to allow the silicone to do that, so I'm considering that a uh, thought step ahead. Couldn't be easier. Inside of the mouth it's ripped. I don't know that I can make the mold again. Uh, I'm going to try. The whole inside of the mouth has been a trial. But uh, I got one good solid one. Uh, teeth are a little nicked up. I'm going to glue and then uh, water putty for surface. Sand that out. Make uh, a couple of them look nice. The ones that are broken the least, I'm going to like these two, and I think even the last one isn't super broken. It's next to the most broken. Um, I'm gonna fix those up, get them working, looking nice, and uh, I think that'll be good. That's a set. There. We did it. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's what it takes after, I mean, this is not the first time you've done any of the things that were just done there. No. This but is just what a pain this is to it do. Is, it is a pain, and everything you sculpt hopefully will be different in some small way. And you need to jump those hurdles and catch your ankle on them and bust your ass a couple times. Yeah. But if you cast in gypsum cement, those seven broken ones are still cheaper than a single resin one. Yeah. So, so do not screw up the resin one. Yeah. I would rather have five broken plaster ones than one broken resin one that's gonna do it thanks everybody